hello everyone happy pride month it is june um to any of you that relate or don't relate celebrate pride because everyone should deserve to feel comfortable safe and loved and so happy pride month i have not talked for a while on here on my podcast i had recorded one episode a couple weeks ago i was honestly really displeased with it and it was also really hard to hear me because i filmed it i recorded it in my car i don't know why i thought that was a good idea because i'm connected to bluetooth in my car and so you just could not hear anything and what you could hear was just really like muffled and also what i was saying makes no sense i was saying like talking about one topic and then two seconds it was just really chaotic and really also hard to hear and so because of those things it ended up nowhere and it's gonna end up in my trash soon um but yeah anyways i wanted to talk on here kind of about two topics that relate uh for me anyways and so i found them really interesting and i yeah so first topic i'd like to discuss is the pain body and what that means and also how it impacts your life. The second thing I'd like to talk about is how to know if you're out of alignment and how this also can interact with your pain body and perpetuate the cycle. So, um, what else do I have to say? Also, Mercury is not in retrograde anymore. So before I really delve into this, happy Mercury Direct. And also, um... Gaia. I don't know if any of you have heard of that. It's the online, it's like a streaming platform, but it's everything spiritual. And I'm obsessed, you guys. It's like $12 a month. And the shows on there, well, they're not shows, they're all like movies. They do have shows. But, anyways, it's just like crazy how much spiritual stuff is in one location. And you can just watch it and learn. And they're real life examples. They have a lot of scientific things on there as well that prove a lot of spiritual things. And I love it. I'm obsessed. If you're into spirituality, I would definitely recommend that. They also have a seven-day free trial, so you can, like, try it out. And if you hate it or don't like it, you don't have to actually sign up. So, yes. Anyways, I think that's it. That's what I had to say to get started. So, first of all, the pain body. Um, I've been obsessed with Eckert. Um, Tolly Toll. I don't know how to say his last name, um, but I, I love all of his wisdom that he shared i love reading his work i love just everything he says is so profound and it's so true and it's so important and i read a new earth by him completely loved it and he also wrote another book called the power of now which basically is pretty similar to a new earth but it's a little different um and i'm reading that now and he has a lot of speeches he's given he's just really insightful and he definitely knows what's going on and it's really cool to learn and read that and be able to understand it because he explains a lot of spirituality in very simple ways that it doesn't take like rocket science to understand um and it just kind of flows and so he talks a lot in his work about the pain body which basically means that there are parts in your being or parts in your energy or parts in your physical body that have stored trauma or stored negative emotion or stored pain or all these things and because they're stored they perpetuate themselves and they continue to be stored because they have to be released so these can get started pain body 
like pain in the body can get started by so many things it can happen due to trauma it can happen due to excessive stress depression when the ego is damaged we kind of have a tendency to you know if people hurt our feelings or something and our ego's crushed we're like darn i am terrible if you're told you're terrible and then you think that and you think it and think it and think it and you ruminate on it and it creates trauma it creates this reaction in your body that now part of your energy has a piece of that and so basically the pain body is any negative emotion or negative response that we have not properly processed or absorbed or healed from and it continues to impact our daily lives even if it happened years ago Um, decades ago, days ago, weeks ago, it's in the past, but it's still impacting us very, very directly. It might impact how we act in certain situations. It might impact our viewpoints. It might lead to fears that we have. It basically perpetuates the cycle of the same thing. It's like one of the things that I think I have as a pain body is a lack of self-confidence. And it's not because I don't value myself. It's not because I think I'm whatever but mostly when I look back I grew up in a Mormon suburbia town okay and there was no diversity I was like the black girl in most of my classes I would get referred to as that black girl I was called other names I just my hair you know it's just a very culturally it's a shock I was like a shock to all these people that apparently had never seen a black person before so it led to me feeling really insecure in a lot of situations like in social settings i a lot of the times did not feel like i fit in in school i had a history class in like eighth grade and the teacher called me out and she was like is kool-aid a black drink woman this is not the place or the time okay but like because of that you know the entire class was like is kool-aid a black drink is that like a stereotype we need you know and just like awkward and it was awkward all through I think probably high school and so because of this awkwardness it perpetuated the pain body where now I'm much older I've graduated from college and these things are still impacting me because I still feel a lot of the times singled out and because of that sometimes I have low self-esteem or I feel very socially anxious I'm very quick to notice when I'm the only black person in the room or the only woman of color in a room it's very pervasive in my thought processes and I didn't even realize this until I started reading Eckert because he talks about how these things in the past can really impact how we're viewing the future and even the present which we shouldn't really be considering the future but you know if you have anxiety about an event coming up and you don't really know who's going to be there except for a few people that you might not feel that comfortable with it might for me anyways, increase my anxiety and I might be like, oh my god, I'm going to be the only black girl there and I don't know what I'm going to say and I'm just going to be quiet and I'm not going to talk because I feel uncomfortable and I don't feel like I fit in. And so it's still very much impacting like my day-to-day life. And this happens in so many ways. It can happen in, you know, that's just like a small example. There's massive things. There can be from people having serious illnesses where they've been physically unwell. They might have become physically unwell because they were stressed. They might have developed certain ailments because they were stressed or whatever happened. But then it leads to them clinging on to these as parts of their identity. Where, for example, if you had like a really, I don't know, if you had like, if you were really sick for a while 
and it became part of your identity where you would just tell everyone yeah like one time I was really sick for like a whole year and it's fine to talk about these things but when you ruminate on them and when you focus on them it's not bringing anything healing to the body it's not allowing us to move on accept the negative emotions and be past them and so when we it's very hard to recognize we're doing this because like I think of it all the time it happened to me today as well because like I said I have issues feeling comfortable in my own skin I will compare myself to a lot of people whether it's in person whether it's online whether it's like just people I see and interact with really short for a short amount of time but because I'm comparing myself to them it's like perpetuating this pain cycle in my body where it's like I feel uncomfortable. I feel like I can't talk. I feel like I don't belong. And where did that stem from? It stemmed from childhood. So that's one of the things I'm really trying to work on now that I recognize this is like a cycle that I've also made part of my identity of like, I'm the only black woman that doesn't belong. That doesn't need to be my identity. What is that doing for me? Nothing. But because of the cycle I've been perpetuating, it continues to be in my consciousness. And so when I have these feelings, I'm now going to recognize them, acknowledge them. Also notice that, you know, they're contributing to my pain body. I don't need to feel socially anxious in the ways that I do unless I'm in a situation that's dangerous for me. But usually it's not. And usually everyone's very welcoming and it's like all in my head. And it's all in my head because this is what I've been doing. This is the the way I created it in my head. And we do this with so many things that the pain body is so strong in all of us. It's so strong because we like to hold on to things that make us feel like we like to pity ourselves. And this is part of the ego. Um, He talks about how the ego sometimes strengthens our pain body because we want to pity ourselves and we also want people to feel bad for us. And this is not related to serious like actually being a victim of abuse or a victim of a very serious problem you you we are victims in those situations but i'm talking about where we have victimized ourselves because we continuously want people to feel bad for us or we tell people these things because we want pity or we want someone to sympathize with us and these are very different than venting you know like you can vent just to say something or to get things off your chest because that's also healing we can't hold on to everything because that also adds to the pain body but there's a difference between talking because you need to release and talking because you want some sort of response or you want someone to elicit some feeling towards your situation And sometimes you might feel better if people feel bad for you or they're like, oh, I'm really sorry that that happened. I am now sad as well. Sometimes people like that. And so because we identify so much with certain aspects of our pain, it perpetuates the cycle again because we continuously just keep focusing on it. And so this is really harmful because when we're focusing on our pain so, so much, it's it's kind of like blocking growth it's blocking healing and it's blocking the true potential of our being and it's blocking healing because you know if parts of your aura or parts of your energy are continuously focused on these things that happened in the past that we are unable to heal from because we keep focusing on them we're not expanding we're not expanding we're shrinking ourselves so small because that's what's comfortable and healing the pain body is a very uncomfortable thing it's first of all like very uncomfortable because 
Like I said, we like to associate with things that make us feel at least like, okay, I went through this, I'm strong. So it's strengthening your ego and strengthening your ego. And in order to break this down, you have to weaken your ego a little bit, which is really hard because if you're trying to break down the pain body, what is the ego going to do? It's going to be like, oh my God, I'm being attacked. I need to defend myself. Let me continue feeling this way. Let me continue telling these stories. Let me continue identifying with these painful situations that are so far removed from my life. And I think for me, a lot of my pain body has kind of manifested in like anxiety and depression where I feel fine and then I get a thought of something that happened in the past and then I just ruminate on it and I think about it and I get stressed and then I get depressed and it's just like a cycle of anxiety and depression in a circle because that's what it, that's what happened and it happened already it happened in the past and so one thing too that I've noticed that kind of helps for this usually when you're living and you're simply being and existing you're not going to have these thoughts And if they do come up, it's really important to have the capability to acknowledge that they're coming up and and then to let them go. So for example, if you're driving and you're going to work and everything's fine, you're making your way, you're getting to work and then all of a sudden you get a thought and you're like, oh my God, I remember a year ago when this happened to me with this person and I felt so bad and I can't believe they did that to me and, and now I'm you know, and you go down this, I go down spirals, you go down this spiral of just thinking and putting more energy towards these negative thoughts that are not processed. So usually what I've started doing is if I have a negative thought like that, that's not benefiting me in any form, shape or way, I acknowledge it. I'm like, okay, first of all, this thought is not me. This is a thought that my brain is doing and coming up with because I've continuously fed into it and allowed it to exist longer than it's needed to. So then... Once you acknowledge that and you're like, okay, this is what's happening, you can create space. You're like, this is the pain body talking right now. This is not my being. This is not my true energy. This is not my highest form of energy that's talking or giving me these little terrible scenarios in my head that passed years ago. And so once you acknowledge that, you not only create space, but you also fully recognize what's happening and it's okay to feel these things it's okay to think these thoughts and it's also necessary to know what's going on and to know that they're popping up for reasons that they are to continue this cycle and you can say okay we're done I acknowledge this is the thoughts that I'm hearing I acknowledge these are the things I'm coming up with but I also do not resonate with them anymore I actually made let me go to my notes I actually made an affirmation that has been helping me yes it says right here okay this is a thought that is contributing to my pain body i do not associate with this thought although i acknowledge it and let it flow so it's kind of like just it's like water like you look at it you see it you understand how it's moving through wind and force and all of these things and then you just let it go and that will help heal your pain body it will help um past stuff from really impacting the energy that you have in the present moment because you know the past is the past and the future is the future and we have now we have today we have the time that we're living right now and that's what we should be focusing on um so that 
I had a lot more to say about that than I was expecting. But anyway, the last thing I wanted to talk about is what happens when we're out of alignment. And usually for me, when I'm out of alignment, I just notice because I have symptoms. And by symptoms, I might be trying to distract myself where if I get overwhelmed or I get sad, I might just like book my calendar full where I don't have time to sit down and be with my thoughts and because of that it's because I'm out of balance and I don't want to deal with it I don't want to deal with my emotions so I run away from them so running away from things um sometimes when I'm out of alignment I stress eat or I'm like craving weird sugary things or sometimes when I'm out of alignment I'm really tired or I'm really depressed and don't want to see anybody at all or I'm really anxious and I can't sleep so your body will send you these signs that you're out of alignment And usually when I'm out of alignment, what happens is I'm strengthening my pain body because if I'm out of alignment for whatever reason, it might be because of something that happened suddenly. It might even be because of something that's continuously happening or it might be from something in the past. But whenever I am like knocked off my balance, that's when it's like your pain body is easily strengthened because you're not as like consciously aware of what's going on because you're kind of on autopilot. Or at least that's what happens to me, um, speaking for myself. And so, like, for example, if I'm in a state of depression, I'm perpetuating these thoughts of being like, oh my god, I'm miserable, I'm so unhappy, I can't do anything, I'm incapable of doing these things. And because of living in that low state and feeling that low, um, it's perpetuating the pain body. And so... I think what I've learned is to help myself not really get to that point, which, you know, you can't always, mental health is such a real thing and physical health is also a real thing and you can't always just be like, I'm not going to be depressed. That, that, That does not work. That's not realistic. But if I notice I'm being triggered or if I notice certain things are bothering me because I'm out of alignment, for example, if I've been working too much or if I have been too busy, so busy that I feel like I can't take care of myself, it might push me over the edge and then I might be more prone to feeling depressed. And so what's really helpful is listening to your intuition and listening to your body. And when it tells you like, hey, I'm overwhelmed or hey, this doesn't feel right. Hey, I need a break. Like, listen to it because we're getting these signals for a reason. And it's so much easier to love yourself and care for yourself and take care of yourself if you know if you're just feeling better and if you're feeling aligned and at least if you for most of the time feel like you are um at peace and so if you're not at peace and it's a continuous thing and there are simple things you can do to get yourself back in more of a peaceful state i would do them um and it's not always easy you know sometimes there are big things like working at a job that is not in alignment with you and has no meaning and like not a lot of people have the luxury to just get up and leave their job but if there's things after work you can do that might bring you more centered or might give you more balance or make you feel more at peace after you've left that environment that might help um for me that's what i've kind of had to do um with a lot of things i just have to take things as they are If I'm not in alignment with them, I will change what I can. But the things that I can't change, sometimes you have to overcompensate so that you still feel yourself, so that you still feel at peace, so that you still feel calm. So that that way, you won't hopefully be as prone to falling into spells where your pain body is being strengthened. And so, um, yeah, I feel like if any of you 
are interested in this topic or found it interesting i just said that's the same thing <laughs> literally the same thing if this topic was of any importance to you check out eckert look it up um it's very real there's a lot of studies talking about how trauma and mental anguish and ruminating can actually lead to cell change in the body and lead to our cells holding on to things and causing illness it's truly like a mind-body connection and it's very real um so yeah um that was this that was this episode uh questions comments concerns let me know like i said dm me on instagram um something if you want to chat about any of this i'm all ears okay um that's all bye